Getting split Getting ready. Split Getting ready. split ready. Getting split ready. For my wife, God rest her soul. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. She's not dead. <laughs> We're just divorced. Unscripted and honest discussions on divorce and separation. Getting split ready. What was I supposed to tell him? I divorced you from the show? Here's your hosts, Doug Katz and Mariah Pleasant. Welcome to Getting Split Ready with Douglas Katz and Mariah Carey Pleasant. The sponsor for the next segment is See Dick and Jane Get Divorced. Stay organized, (laughs) stay sane. Keeping track of all your legal documents can be a part-time and maybe even full-time job. Get the See Dick and Jane Get Divorced organization kit at cdickandjanegetdivorced.com. There you'll find all the information on pricing, current promotions, and all sorts of other great stuff. So we talked a lot about the legal side. We're going to move on to some of the mental health and counseling side of it with Joyce Martyr, founder of Urban Balance, licensed clinical professional counselor. What type of different counseling? What do you recommend? People want to stay together. Well, gosh, I mean, there's different modalities of counseling. Of course, there's individual counseling, couples, family, group. It really depends on the person. And a seasoned therapist can really advise you whether individual therapy or couples therapy is going to be the most helpful for you. So there's different approaches, different theoretical orientations, and lots of choices. So one thing that I've heard more people talk about is counseling during the divorce process. Um, What do you think of that in terms of how it works or the logistics of that? I think that's fantastic. I mean, obviously, I'm a counselor. I'm very passionate about the work. I think we all can benefit from it at different points in our lives. I don't think therapy is about being crazy or in crisis. I think it's about being sane and getting support and living your best life. And a therapist can help couples when they're going through divorce learn how to communicate better. I liked what you said that basically it's about learning how to become more emotionally intelligent, become aware of your emotions. You know, our feelings are waves of energy that we experience in the body. And to become mindful of those and learn how to kind of separate from them and communicate in a way that is respectful and fair and honest and also reflecting, taking responsibility for yourself and your own actions. So we're all human beings. None of us is perfect at this kind of communication or conflict resolution, but counseling can help us really develop those skills and prevent you from having conflict and hardship for yourselves and for your children as well. I hear a lot, when people are going through marital counseling, that one person really gravitates towards the therapist and one person can't stand the therapist. And then, you know, all bets are off. They're off to the races and, you know, they feel like it's an imbalance. How do two people who are obviously in conflict and having different personalities find a good match for themselves in terms of uh, marital counselor? I don't know. Well, many therapists and the therapists at Urban Balance offer a free 20-minute consultation. So having a short conversation over the phone or in person, each having a vote on who they're going to meet with, maybe meeting with two or three and choosing one. So like selecting a jury, you each get a couple of vetoes to throw out. (laughs) Vetoes for sure, absolutely. And sometimes people want their partner to see their own personal therapist that they've seen for years and years. And that's probably not so fair that that therapist is coming in with a biased perspective. So I think a lot of times I see male-female couples choose purposefully a male therapist uh, because it's often 
the, the men mm-hmm. that don't want to come to therapy. And so sometimes that, that's helpful to have another male perspective in the room. And there are also some counselors that do co-therapy. So have two therapists in the room uh, with, the, with the couple. So there's some different choices. I've never understood why the guys would prefer the male therapist, but then again, I grew up with uh, my mother, who's a counselor. (laughs) Right, you had a good role model. So I remember when I saw you speak, you were talking a little bit about sometimes counseling before there's an issue. And I think you were talking about when, when the baby's on the way, that's like a huge milestone that causes issues, or when there's something that's gonna cause financial strain. Talk a little bit about, you know, anticipating that and, and, and doing that. Yeah, I think that going to therapy is like going to the dentist. It's a preventative and proactive form of health care. And life transitions are stressful and bring about new responsibilities and circumstances that present new challenges for couples. So we all know about premarital counseling. That's very popular. But I really saw in my practice and frankly in my own life experience that the transition to parenthood is also very stressful. And the research shows that two-thirds of couples experience serious marital decline during the first two years of parenthood. And I two believe years. in pre-baby <laughs> couples counseling. I'm, I'm in like 16 and I still haven't transitioned. <laughs> right, <I'm> like, <laughs> right. Absolutely. But I, I think we spend more time decorating the nursery than preparing our relationships and talking about the division of labor. Who's going to do what? Who's going to get up in the middle of the night? And what if... I go back to work and I, I don't want to be away from the baby and I want to be at home. How is that going to affect our relationship? Any transitions, uh, I think another time couples can benefit from counseling is during the b- before empty nest mm-hmm. and then before retirement. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes at retirement, they're looking at each other like, oh, no, we're going to be at home together, <laughs> just the two of do. us, and what are we going to do, and where are you going to go? So, yeah. Sounds I think like there should actually all... be preconception counseling, because <laughs> once they're pregnant, the, 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 the horse left the barn. You cannot you know, pull that one back. So if they <laughs> right. decide they can't agree, you're, you're kind of screwed <laughs> at that point. So I have a question about success rates, right? Do you, do you see, is there a success rate for... Couples who come to counseling and try and save the marriage, is there is there a way to measure that? Like, what do you see from that? I, I saw that it's about 50-50. So I think there's just too many variables to have an accurate read on that. I think it depends on the couple, on their relationship, on the circumstances. It may depend on the therapist. There's so many different variables to consider. But I think therapy is always helpful. For all of us, we can all benefit from it and learn about ourselves. I think we all unconsciously repeat what's familiar to us until we become aware and we choose different ways of relating. And we all, I believe, I don't believe in failed relationships or broken families. I believe that relationships come into our lives as opportunities for learning and growth. And sometimes they work out and sometimes they need to end. And if we can learn and become better people through that process, I think that's all it's really about. What are your thoughts on therapy for the children as they're going through uh, 
they're also going through this divorce process with their parents. I know that sometimes people are afraid of the stigma of putting their kids in therapy or there's arguments about cost and logistics, but what's your thought on that for the kids? I think it's a great thing to offer to provide additional support. Also encouraging them to meet with their school counselor because they're at their schools so many hours of the week and there's a professional available to them that knows their friend group and how they're behaving at school. So that's another opportunity for support that doesn't cost anything to the family and doesn't have that logistical challenge. And oftentimes the counseling, if they're seeing somebody in private practice, may become family therapy where mm-hmm. issues like the, you know, the, the parenting time or different parenting styles or whatever might be impacting the kid, they have an advocate. They have somebody who can listen to them and maybe perhaps meet with both mom and dad and help the conversation. So it might not just be individual therapy. And, you know, again, I believe no shame, no stigma. We can all benefit from it. It doesn't mean we're crazy. I think we all deal with stress or anxiety or depression or relationship issues as part of the human condition. And therapy is something that can help us move forward. I've also seen that a lot of the junior highs and high schools are starting to have peer groups for kids going through uh, their parents' divorce so that they don't feel so different or alone. Because I think even the most well-adjusted child in the most amicable divorce, you know, a teenage girl's going to complain about mom. But of she course. can't really complain about mom to dad anymore because then it feels different than it did when they were a couple. Those so. are great points. And I love those groups and rainbows groups and yep. things like that. Groups are very normalizing and validating that there are other people experiencing these same situations. We don't have to not talk about it. We don't have to have shame and secrecy and feel like our family isn't normal or healthy because we have these issues. But to know that other people deal with these things, too, and that our feelings are a normal response to those circumstances. For for the attorneys, you know, one thing that I've always kind of wondered is someone comes in, right? The first step people think of in a divorce is, I got I to gotta lawyer up, right? I got to get an attorney. I got to get representation. <laughs> when they come to you is one of the questions, have you, have you talked to, have you done therapy yet? Have you tried to save the marriage yet? That's number one. Okay. An ounce of prevention is a, worth a pound of cure, right? So if they go to Joyce and they can work through some of these things, and, and I even, I don't even call it therapy. I mean, this is personal development. We focus, as attorneys, we're required as mental health professionals, you're required to have continuing education. Why would we be ashamed of furthering ourselves in our personal development? I don't understand that. So that's number one. When, I mean, it's on my intake sheet. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing a therapist? Will you tell me their name? Sometimes I get good referrals for other clients. I was going to say, I can see right now, mid-marital yeah. agreements going for back sure. and forth with the counseling. That's you know, this, fantastic. This is a great thing. You know, they need it. And, it. and if they don't, then I give them three names because it is such a huge transition. And, you know, losing that attachment relationship or transitioning, they, they need to have that development. How about you? I'd say we typically do recommend a counselor, although... By the time, usually uh, about say by half the clients uh, I see for family law when they, uh, they, you know, come to me and my boss, uh, it's usually at the point where it's beyond repair for the divorce, and they're it's at the point where you know they're whenever they're hardly talking at all. So it's it will 
to where it seems like eh, getting them in the room for counseling would be honestly a much harder thing to do. Oh, I, I misunderstood. I, I thought what I was saying was oh. individual. No, no I th- listen, so, I, th- I think both apply, right? I, I oh, think that there's a, there's a continuum, right? Like I, think we, it, yeah, I think we heard the too. question differently. Yeah, either or. <laughs> well, I think or we both. also have to change how people think about therapy as they're going through a divorce. It doesn't have to be with the intent to save the marriage. Right. It can be with the intent to unpack some of the anger and hurt and be able to A, move forward as individuals, but B, move forward as good co-parents for your kids right. and set a good example for them. It, it's probably not going to fix the marriage if you're in one of their offices. Right. It might but it's probably not going to, but that doesn't mean you can't get a lot out of it. And if you go into it with a different end goal than saving the marriage, then you may not end up with the frustration or disappointment that you would if that was your choice. I'll I'll say I actually haven't, I don't think I've actually uh, recommended counselors to uh, the parents uh, that I've represented, but we usually represent like, you might want to consider getting your kids into counseling. Uh, Sometimes they, either can't afford it or just there's no time to get them to there but we usually try to push them to that well that brings up a good point and joyce you may be able to address this because you're you're in that world if people don't have the means to do that what are some ways that they can get counseling are, are there free options are there low-cost options what can they do there are so most communities have community mental health centers or social services agencies that offer counseling services at a sliding fee scale or even pro bono and many therapist training facilities also offer counseling with interns and things like that so there definitely are resources available and at Urban Balance's website, it's we like do going have to get the haircut when you go to the the, what is it, the place where the barbers are training, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And don't forget about the schools, like you said earlier. They that's what the counselors a large part of their focus, I think, is is making sure that whatever's happening at home doesn't do damage to the student as yes. much as possible. The schools have a lot of resources to offer. I'll definitely have to be reaching out to you from some of my clients then. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. If you are thinking about divorce, please visit splitready.com and take our free assessment. You can come through your divorce with your finances, your integrity, and your sanity intact. Be informed, ask questions, and be split ready. 